Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Taking a look at some of the biggest headlines that the markets are talking about with Arun Pai. He's a passionate value investor and chief crystal officer at crystal.ai. Arun, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. How are you? Really good. A couple of hours ago in the the transcript of that phone call between U.S. President Donald Trump and his Ukrainian counterpart was released. This is the call at the center of the impeachment inquiry. I wonder if markets have reacted in any way since. So they've uh, reacted a little bit negatively when the news initially did come out. But I think it's important to kind of place this in perspective. Uh, you know, look what happened two decades ago when the similar thing happened with Bill Clinton, mm. where you had a Democrat-controlled Senate and a Republican-controlled House, where it went up to the Senate, but then uh, the impeachment could not go through. Now it's the other way around, and I highly doubt that, sure, like it'll cause a lot of, uh, you know, macro headlines and a lot of news controversy. Mm. But I don't think the impeachment will actually go through. Mm. So stocks did fall on impeachment news, I think, uh, yesterday. On t- but uh, last night, no, it was yeah, Tuesday, it's Tuesday that stocks fell. But last night, the investors seemed to shrug off the release of the transcript. And so you think this is going to continue for a while? I, I think like there will be a little bit of a choppy uh, market action the next uh, couple of days or week as and when more information keeps coming out. Mm. But taking at it even in a slightly longer term perspective, you know, investors, I would say not traders, but investors can actually utilize this volatility and start scaling into their positions a little bit more. Now, that being said, you know, uh, it's famously said, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. Uh, this time around, you do have a bunch of Republican senators who are outgunning to get Trump out too. Mm. So if this news, if this whole issue actually escalates and the Republican Party starts uh, kind of siding with the Democrats to some extent to get a person who is a little bit more mainstream Republican, I guess, uh, that they can like push the person as a presidential candidate for the next year's election, then things could be a lot more interesting. Yes, great point there. If we move on to the private market, the unicorn space, you know, they were seen as the real daredevils, but it seems that Uber, WeWork, Juul, all feeling the heat of regulators to some extent. What do you make of these startups? Oh, yeah. it's uh, Being in a fintech startup myself, it's a very interesting space. Mm. But uh, especially when you're in these uh, multi-billion or uh, leave alone unicorns, but deacorn levels, the whole move fast, break things, uh, Silicon Valley idiom does not work out too well, as these people have seen. You have uh, Uber CEO, who was famously ousted a year and a bit ago, I think. Uh, you have WeWorks. Uh, CEO Adam, who got kicked out like two or three days back. Mm. And last night, uh, Jules CEO got kicked out. So you've got these startup companies with very interesting business models that have rapidly expanded, taken up a huge market share. Like in the eBay thing space, you have Jewel that controls 70% of the market in the U.S., but they've not been FDA approved. Now, you know, you would rely on the fact that given that they are controlling 70% of the market, they would behave socially responsibly and stuff. But, uh, you know, time will tell whether that thing actually takes place or not. And the FDA had this big issue with uh, 
the nicotine salts that are uh, present in the pot. So uh, time will tell regarding those companies itself, but I think something to be a little bit more worried about mm. is what the after effects of this will be, especially in the case of companies like Uber, where a lot of freelance workers are employed by the company. Mm. Now, the UK just released this, uh, not a law, but they're discussing it right now, wherein, uh, and California too for that matter, is are the employees of Uber, are they actually employees or are they freelancers? Because there's a lot of difference in terms of costing and insurance. So there could be a lot of ripple-on effects in terms of will the business model really break down much quicker, which will lead to the layoff of a lot of people, which will lead to other issues in terms of consumer consumption. There's a larger percentage of the workforce that is now these freelancers. Yeah, that's a really important point, too. If we switch gears and move to Hong Kong, continuing unrest, particularly in light of that U.S. bill written to support democratic freedoms in Hong Kong by increasing pressure on Chinese authorities, that's edged a little closer to becoming law yesterday after it received approval by two congressional committees over in the U.S. So tension still high in Hong Kong. Arun, are there any particular stocks that look interesting? Uh, you know, like... Uh, I've been following this Hong Kong saga, especially living in Singapore, very closely. And it's turned out to be extremely complicated. And I can see uh, a number, like the, the scale of protests, while they've reduced from the initial 1 million plus people, it's still extremely substantial. Like every weekend, people are still coming out in the streets to vent their anger. Mm. So obviously, the equity markets uh, and general financial markets have taken a massive hit. Uh, being a value investor and thinking potentially slightly longer term, I do feel that there are a couple of companies uh, that are China-based listed in Hong Kong that could be interesting. Uh, the one that's number one in my mind is uh, Xiaomi, which is famous for their smartphone manufacturing. Mm. But at the same time, they've come up with a lot of interesting hardware products that can create this ecosystem of sorts. So kind of things like what Apple and Android has done uh, in the software space I believe uh, Xiaomi could be, uh, you know, the next uh, hardware winner when uh, IoT and 5G kick in in the next uh, five to ten years. Interesting. And if you look at uh, trends here on the home turf, on a, in Singapore, are there industries that are standing out for you? Uh, Singapore, uh, you know, REITs has obviously come up in the media extensively, given the extremely low interest rate and uh, at least headline dividend yields of anywhere from like five to eight percent. Mm. Uh, personally, I am, uh, you know, don't kill me, but I know there's been a lot of bad press about this the last two or three years. But I'm actually looking at the shipping space a little bit more. And one company that really comes to my mind is this shipyard called uh, Yang Zijian Shipping mm -hmm. uh, that is listed in Singapore. It's like the fourth largest in the world. They have a very solid order book for the next two to two and a half years. So, you know, and it's recently been in the news for bad publicity because their CEO was taken up by the Chinese officials to investigate some kind of, not crime, I would say, but money laundering aspect, not related to the company, though. So it's more of like an advisory basis. So because of that, the stock dropped by like 30 to 40 percent. And I think right now it's an extremely good buy. Great to hear your reading of markets, both international and the markets here in Singapore. Arun, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Michelle. Have a good day. You too. Arun Pai is Chief Crystal Officer for Crystal AI. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.